Social Zoom Factor, episode 57. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Today, we are going to talk about five quick ways that you can stomp status quo in your business and Zoom results. As business leaders, whether you're working in a small organization, maybe you're a solo entrepreneur, small business leader, owner, all the way up to being an employee or an executive in a large corporation. I think we all have days where we get stuck and we may feel that we're just zooming along at an average speed, kind of going with everybody else. And I know for you over achievers out there, if you're anything like me, you don't like that feeling. And so feeling as though you are just going along with status quo is not a place we really want to be as leaders in a market, leaders in business and leaders in life. And so we really want to always be looking at what can we be doing that's better, that's smarter, that's faster, that's more efficient, that most importantly is going to be providing value to our entire audience, our entire ecosystem, our partners, our clients, our employees, anybody who's working with us. So today we're going to talk about five ways that we can quickly stomp status quo. And this is going to be a bit shorter podcast because I want to make it simple for you. I don't want you to have to listen to these tips for 30, 40 minutes. I want you to just take five things away that you can start to implement today to help you just bust through status quo. And if you're feeling stuck, I hope that these tips will help you get unstuck and inspire you to take your business and take your life to the next level and put that turbo zoom back into both your business and your life. So let's go. Number one is stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Stop comparing your chapter one or your chapter two to everybody else's chapter 20. And this goes the same for copying. So stop following and copying everybody else within your industry. It is so important that you are your own person and that you are your own brand. And so let's talk about the first piece of this first, comparing yourself to everybody else. The issue here, and this is so easy to do, particularly when it comes to social media, because social media has really opened up the doors in regard to what you can know about what other people and other brands are doing. And some people have come to me recently that we mentor and help in organizations, leaders within organizations, where they're really getting stuck in a rut because they're spending half of their time online following what their competitors are doing and what others are doing in their industry versus 
moving their own business forward. And so when we really start to work with them and we break down, okay, what are you doing on a daily basis? What are you doing on an hourly basis? Where are you spending your time? What is the amount of time that you're spending online? And it's crazy how many people are spending tons of time just checking out their competition. What are they doing now? What kind of events do they have? Who are they talking to? Yes, we need to be doing social listening. Yes, we need to be following those things. But only to a certain level where it's going to help you with your business. It is more important that you are building your own brand because when you are only following in the footsteps of your competitors, I'm sorry, you are not leading. So if you're hanging on every word that your competitors say so that you can go copy them, so that you can go write a blog post that's exactly the same as what they're writing, or you can go record a podcast or whatever it may be, you are following in their footsteps and you are not building your own brand. You're actually just validating their strategies. You're validating their direction and you are not being a leader. And for us personally in my business and in my life, I like to be about 18 months ahead at minimum of everybody else. And when I start to not be ahead, that's where I don't like it. I like it when I'm leading And if people are following me and copying me, our direction, that's fine. Because that means the way that I'm going is the right way. And that means that other people are seeing value in that too. I do not sit online and watch what other people are doing and think, oh, you know what? That person's doing an event now or that person's launching this type of media platform. I'm going to do that. No, my strategy is set a good 18 months, two years. Some things are three to five years out. Some of the things we are implementing now, we knew we were going to do that four years ago when I first started my business. And so why does that work? That works because I have an integrated platform with specific goals and objectives that we have had over the past few years since launching our business and spending 15 years in corporate America before that. So even some of the things we're doing now are very similar to some of the things we did, but in a corporate world. And now we're taking that same learning, that same experience our same type of community and audience that we have because we've already attracted that community. We were networking with these people 10 to 15 years ago. So when you spend your time just copying your competitors and copying other people within your industry, you are building your own strategy based on their strategy, based on their community, based on their approach to market and how the market responds to them versus how the market responds to you and what the customers that you have are going to want to buy from you, what your prospective customers are going to want to buy from you, what people are going to want to read on your blog. And the other risk of always comparing yourself to other people. So if you're on chapter one or chapter two of your business and you're comparing yourself to people who have been doing this for four years, me included or others, you're not comparing apples to apples. So if you're just starting out, just focus on your own brand. Be your own self. Be what you want to be and what you need to be to satisfy the needs of your market. And you're being unfair and hard on yourself, harder than you need to be when you're comparing yourself to somebody who's been in business and been doing what you've been doing for 10 years or 15 years. You need to just focus on your own goals and your own objectives, because that is one of the greatest ways to get stuck doing status quo 
business, status quo results, and a status quo life is by doing what everybody else is doing. Number two is to do your research for what is the baseline status quo and rise above that status quo and stay there. So this is where it is important to understand what everybody else is doing in your industry. And I'm not saying go spend the next two months doing that. But a lot of times people do get stuck in their own little box. So if they haven't been outside of their virtual office or the walls of their real office to see what everybody else is doing and to see what are your competitors doing, what are other people in your industry doing, sometimes you get this mindset where you think, oh, we're already so far ahead of the market. We got this thing covered. You know, we're rocking. When in reality, you may be driving to a status quo speed or you may be even lagging behind, but you just don't know it because you don't know what everybody else is doing. So you need to understand what is status quo. At minimum, you need to be at status quo. Then you need to make sure you're taking it above that and you need to make sure that you're staying there. And to stay there, that's going to take some you know, real effort for you to make sure you're keeping the pulse, that you have your own strategy, your own plan, your goals and objectives on where you need to go. Why are you going there? And if you need help doing that, give us a call. Our agency can help you. We do a ton of consulting and help businesses of all sizes put together not only their strategies and their plans, but also help them execute it. Number three is take a day out of the office. And if you are struggling with, you feel like you have so much going on, and we've heard this from some of our clients lately, they just say, Pam, it feels like my head is just going to explode. I have way too much going on inside of my head. It feels like it's going to burst. Or we've also heard, you know, I feel like I just can't get connected on that one thing that I need to do. It's all these other things out there that I want to do, but I don't know where I should focus. And so they end up spending their day just kind of all over the place. What I recommend is you need to go take a day out of the office at minimum. Grab yourself, grab your team, depending on your environment, who needs to go. Maybe you need to have a couple meetings and get yourself a space with a whiteboard and with a marker and then set some goals and and discuss your plan and determine what are your goals and your objectives for the short, the medium, and the long term. And what does success look like to you? You know, three months, six months, 12 months, 18 months, two years, three years down the road. What does success look like to you? And then what you want to do is back into that. So you you know where you want to be in 18 months, and two years, three years. Now back into that. What is it going to take for you to get there? And what are the things that you need to build? What are the things you need to design? What are the things you need to implement? Who are the partners that you need to have on board with you to make these things happen? And obviously, you're not going to have all of those answers today, but of how exactly you're going to execute those things. However, you want to take enough time that you can start to draw out the roadmap of how are you going to get there? Because what this will do is it will enable you to focus on the here and now today. And you want to make sure that the things that you are working on are helping you get 
to the end goal. Because the the flip side of this is a lot of times people will say, well, let's just get something done. You know, I just need to focus and get some things done. And I totally agree that you need to get some things done. We talk a lot about random acts of marketing. And this is a risk here where if you are doing random acts of marketing, that means basically you're working on things that are not funded. They are not in the plan. They are not integrated with the rest of your business and the rest of your marketing activities. And they have no metrics for success. And I encourage you to check out episode two, which talks about random acts of marketing, as well as check out episode number 28, which talks about 15 reasons random acts of marketing are bad for business. And you can also download a white paper for 10 tips to stomp random acts of marketing. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash no rams. Definitely worth your time in checking out those resources. This leads us perfectly into number four, which is get integrated. And integrated is a word that you need to become very comfortable with if you want to zoom past the speed of status quo. What I mean by getting integrated is that your efforts are not random. You are not focusing on random acts of marketing. And I know it feels good to cross these things off the list, but randomness in your business is going to deliver random results. It is not going to deliver results that are going to be predictable or that are going to be sustainable. And your audience likes you to be predictable. They want you to be there for them for the short, the medium, and the long term. They want to know that you are focused on their needs. And so by integrating your efforts, you are going to be able to maximize your return on investment. You are going to be able to leverage resources across multiple programs, multiple initiatives. You know, an example is when you are running an integrated marketing program and you create a content strategy and a content plan, it's not random pieces of content. When you have an integrated structure and an integrated plan, you are able to leverage content and resources and ideas and technology and processes across numerous activities. And when you do that, you're able to create once and use many is probably the best way to explain it. And I have several resources that are available for you on this. I encourage you to check out episode 30, which talks about how to develop a content marketing strategy and leverage what you already have to zoom your results. And then check out episode seven, which also talks about how to create a content marketing framework and plan. Bottom line, the more that you integrate, the better your results are going to be. And the better you are going to be able to drive brand consistency and really nurture those relationships, both online and offline. And last but not least, number five is that make sure you are staying focused on the needs of your top audiences and markets and communities that you are wanting to nurture relationships, that you are wanting to buy into your brand and believe in you and whatever your goals may be, whether right now you're focused on igniting loyal brand evangelists or you are focused on revenue or building community or all of the above is where a lot of you are and probably should be, that make sure you are focused on the needs of your audience because it's so easy. When you think about number one, which was comparing yourself to everybody else, usually when you're comparing yourself to everybody else, you're not thinking about your customer. You're not thinking about your audience. And so your time, your mind share, your thoughts are 
much better spent on thinking about the audience that matters than worrying about what your competition is doing on a daily basis. So just make sure you are understanding the needs of your audience. What is it they need from you? What is keeping them up at night? What problems do they have? And how are you going to help them solve those problems? Your strategies, your goals, your tactics, everything you're doing should be centered around the needs of that audience. Because if it's not, why are you in business in the first place? If you are not focused on the needs of your audience, you're forgetting the why you're doing this in the first place. So that's what I have for you today. I encourage you to check out the resources that I mentioned. If you want help in putting your strategy together, you want to better understand your audience, check out our audience analysis worksheet. You can go to socialzoomvector.com slash audience, as well as here's a couple more podcasts for you. Check out episode number which is Do You Know Your Social Community and Audience, as well as episode 14, which is How to Develop a Social Business Strategy and Plan. And you can also download uh, the eight steps for building a social business strategy and plan at socialzoomfactor.com slash social business plan. So that's what I have for you today. I hope this information proves useful. I hope it helps you kick status quo to the curb and truly start zooming turbo in your business and in your life. I know that your time is so valuable and I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast today. I wish you the best of success this week and beyond. That's a wrap. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.